0: Hey Pelicans fans, DraftKings Sportsbook is my favorite sportsbook and it's America's favorite sportsbook. You want to know why? Because they back in America. They got a we all up in Tokyo trying to chase the gold medals. So DraftKings Sportsbook is going to hook you up. Bet $1 if America wins a medal, you get $100 worth of credits on DraftKings. That's simple. That's simple. Everybody loves that kind of deal. 100 to 1 odds and you know you're going to win. Then you can put that $100 worth of credits to a Pelicans or Saints game. So Look, go download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code TBPN when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 in free credits if America wins a medal. That's code TBPN, like the Basketball Podcast Network, to turn $1 into $100 in free credits. And this is for a limited time only, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 years or older, New Jersey, Indiana, Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. If you got a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or if you're in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Way, no... Hey, Pelicans fans. Welcome back to the Protecting the Nest podcast. What you got from Forbes Sports, me, Chris Dodson. Just call me Dodson. Only Dodson, we good to go because we got Willie Green at the studio holla well he's really at the coaching podium but it's all right hey look i also cover the rest of the league over at music movies and hoops check us out we're gonna be doing a lot of big things at summer league and that's my big takeaway we're gonna jump right into this press conference that's my big takeaway from this is Willie green's gonna coach summer league he's gonna develop his staff at summer league he's gonna start he said implementing his system at summer league he's got a philosophy and a plan and it don't matter who's on the bench he's gonna get you know that system down, and it starts. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. He's gonna play to his talents. He knows what kind of talent he's got. And Nikhil, Alexander Walker, Jackson Hayes, building up. You got Brandon Ingram, Zion Williamson. He knows what he signed up for as far as how the team wants to develop and use those players. Don't get me wrong. But he's also got to stick to his core philosophies that got him the job. And he's gonna do that. He said he'll be coaching a few games out in summer league. We got we got word from Griffin a few weeks ago that. Jackson Hayes is going to play some summer league games to, to get some more development in because he's, he's, I mean, look, going back to high school, he really hadn't played that much, and he's played under several different coaches at this time, so this will be the longest stretch he's going to stick with a coach is right here with Willie Green, and it's going to start in Vegas, and I hope we get, I hope we don't get an earthquake dunk because I ain't gonna lie to y'all, that was my first time in Vegas, and that was my first time being in an earthquake, and I don't care how small autumn California people was talking about that wasn't even really a, a earth shaking. Look when the, when the scoreboard starts shaking and Zion wasn't the one that caused it from a dunk and the screams wasn't causing it, it was just a regular old ad timeout and you know your seat starts feeling like it's vibrating, but it's an old plastic ass seat that was from a high school gym. No, it's time to get out of there. I don't need none of that. I don't need none of that in my life. I don't need them earthquakes, but I do need a lot more Willie Green. He won this press conference over from the jump. I mean, as soon as he started talking, he, it. He, I seen a few people. I think it was Chris Connor throughout out that Trajan Langdon had the wedding voice. Look, Willie Green has got that. I'm gonna take. It, 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 it just it's soothing. It's soothing. It, it it puts you at ease. No matter what kind of situation you're in, it could be church, could be the club, could be a community gathering, could be could be county jail and you're just trying to get your three meals a day go to your hot in a cot he's that soothing dude he's gonna calm you down in that situation and that's just that's just the way it is but i love hearing everything he had to say and and his introductory press conference was a home run you got gail benson that got out there instead of issuing a statement yeah it was kind of a prepared statement uh, she didn't go off the cuff too much no one would ever expect her to do so but the fact she was there and took the ownership and, and really li- led the the theme and the, 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 the resonance of how the day was going to go, that all started with Gail Benson. And part of it was they said the hiring, not only through the due diligence and the research, was Willa Green talked a lot with Trajan Langdon, but it was essential that he talked with Gail Benson. Uh, I've never heard anybody directly talk about gail benson and stan van gunney's relationship that i know was in the building at the same time as none of that some of that was out there i don't think it was so much it just that that wasn't the right fit all around and not to go too far in the past because like yana said you know that that that's the ego and the past is dead we focusing on the present and today we got we got willie green as coach we got a lot of other big news with the trade with memphis which I think gives us a lot of cap space, a lot of cap space, and a lot of, a lot of options. That's the thing, a lot of options. And you can hang on that Steven Adams extension all you want. Without that extension, that trade doesn't happen because he could be walking out. And then you've got to attach who knows what, and you've just you have, you've got no way to fill his role, which I think Jonas Valestunas will do, and Hayes will help step it up because Jonas is only playing 25 minutes a night. Look, the Pelicans putting the finishing touches on that trade with Memphis. That's the present day. It's going to open up enough cap space for them to splurge on an NBA all-star this offseason while keeping that young core together around Zion Williamson and Brandon Ingram. We know Griff wanted Nikhil Alexander to play more last season. Jackson Hayes is going to be ready to step up into a role. If not, they're going to have to get an upgrade, but the hope is he's ready. So Memphis is going to send us Jonas in the 17th pick, 51st overall pick. New Orleans is sending out Steven Adams who, you know, he had a tough season, but he was a consummate pro. Eric Bledsoe, eh, be glad to play against you next season. I'm pretty sure all Pelicans are waiting for that game, especially if Lonzo's here or Lowry's here or Fred Van Vliet, who, who, who will be here. It, and then we get two picks back. That's fine. we send it out two picks. The, the 10th, which we're only moving back seven spots. It didn't really cost us the first to get off Eric Bledsoe. It just cost us a couple slots. And then a top 10 protected next Year, which really is the Lakers, and that, that would be a late round pick anyway. So, who, who who cares? We're replacing 35 million owed to Adams and Bledsoe with only 14 to Jonas. That effectively clears the books. It might also be a slight admission from the front office that they were wrong about Adams and Bledsoe, but hey, they, they were able to rip that band aid off and fix the mistakes pretty easily they got to they got to feel a little bit of urgency to get things right. We've talked about it before Griffin is facing a career defining offseason and he knew he gave Van Gundy a wonky roster and like Jonas Valanciunas, he may not be completely, you know, a great fit next to Zion, but he can shoot competently, he by on arc, he rebounds just as effectively as Adams. There's a lot of things he does better on that big old bully ball big man stuff, but he can also space it. So he, it's a far cry from what Zion started with his rookie season with Derek Favors. I think we could all agree that Jonas Valachutis is better to, than Derek Favors. For this team, he's a proven playoff vet. He's only going to pay 25, 28 minutes a night. That gives plenty of time for Jackson Hayes to fill out, where that might not have been the case if we went out and got Miles Turner, which could still happen. We could still package Jonas and, and send him. We could, that could still happen. Especially since, look, there's a reason Hayes is going to be replaying in Vegas. Not many third-year players go out there to play. They go out there to party a little bit and relax. But this is his chance for Jackson Hayes to prove he should be the starting center next to Zion after this season. Maybe at the end of this season. You never know. Especially come time for playoff matchups, which it sounds like Willie Green knows. He's expected to make the playoffs day one. So, New Orleans is looking at the draft. T- 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 taking this podcast a little bit more towards the draft. New Orleans is starting to spend their surplus of assets slowly and essentially spending one in this trade, unless the Lakers have a terrible season. But they also used one to acquire Adams. And sure, the Pelicans have plenty more, but they got to be frugal going forward. They're going to need several first round picks to go squeeze an all star out of, say, a Bill, a Dane. Uh, any other kind of all-star that's still on a contract for a few years. They're gonna need more than one or two first. It's gonna have to it's gonna have to go up there a little bit. So they're gonna need a few. Then they're gonna need to keep a few. One for cheap talent and to keep keep this team fresh. Keep it developing young talent to, to replace some of these vets if they don't work out. A la favors or JJ Reddick. This trade, I mean this this trade with Memphis could signal that they don't think any of those all-stars are coming available before the you know the trade deadline, so they're getting ahead of it. But it also could signal that the Pelicans finished second best in their bidding for the biggest stars on the market, and they're moving forward now because they just got to get on with their lives. Either way, New Orleans is going to need the contracts and talent to send out in some, uh, their next trade, regardless that they've got a $20 million trade exception in this move with Memphis. They can still retain Josh Hart, which I'm hearing, like, that. that's sourced. I'll tell you, I've talked to some of his reps. I've talked to some people with the team. talked to people around the league. I've got all three angles of it. Josh Hart is getting more of the mid-level exception. Y'all need to stop that bull. He, he's worth $10 million to some teams just to keep him out of the mid-level exception and away from a Tender. So that these lottery teams that would sign him for 10 to $12 million can then flip him later at the trade deadline. He's just an asset to them. He's not a player. He's a player here. He's a person here. He's done a lot of stuff to say he wanted to stay in New Orleans. A lot of people took that fresh start tweet out of context. He got his fresh start as soon as Van Gundy was fired. And that this trade happened. This is a whole new team. He likes playing with these guys. You give him 12 $13, 14000000 Josh Hart's happy. Josh Hart happy. Give him 15, 16 men at the end of the contract. Have it slightly escalating with some playoff kickers. She would go full, go full Clay Davis from the wire on that one. He'll take that bag and say it's campaign contributions. We got a campaign to keep Josh Hart above the mid-level exception because he's just he's, he's that dog. We got to keep him. Lonzo Ball. There's going to be so many options that I'm going to leave that to the team Griffin and Willie Green and how Willie wants to use him. But them talking about seven seconds or less, and pray. I mean, Gail Benson brought up Monty Williams before anybody else, and she was only the, she was the first person to speak beyond the person that come up and said, "Welcome to the press conference." Here's Gail Benson. That, I mean, come on, come on. She's mentioning those roots to Monty, the Suns, the old Pelicans. Which let's remember those old Pelicans under Chris Paul and those Suns, uh, those Hornets. I, I meant. You know, I'll correct myself there, but they they was a game away. They was in a game seven with the Spurs, baby. So they want to bring back some of that, that route, that culture, along with the fast-paced culture of the seven seconds or less Suns that took Kobe and them to the game seven, blend them two together, and they think they got a finals team. So look, this this trade, this Willie Green introductory press conference, and the next move the pelicans are going to make because they got all this cap space now they got to they got to know something they got to they got to maybe know they're already bringing in a big free agent and they already got that agreement because we all know the nba works like that they wouldn't wait until august 6th to make that phone call come on come on so this is this is the first in a series of moves that's putting this team in a in a position that i think everybody loves way more than the position this team's in last summer when we had Stan Van Gundy's press conference and we had Bledsoe and Adams coming in and there was all those questions about it. There's not as many questions about Jonas as there is Adams with a fit, even though there are several, not just a few, but several. But we get to move on from Bledsoe. We get to bring in maybe a Kyle Lowry or Fred Van Vliet, uh, Damian Lillard in a trade. We don't know what's going to happen there, but it's, it's a lot more fun to think about now than it was before we knew who our coach was before this trade happened. So, let, let's look forward to it. We got the draft coming up. I'm going to do a little draft preview, especially if the Pelicans don't trade this pick in the next 24 hours. But trying to bring on a few more people, get another coaching series going. Pelicans fans, I appreciate y'all sticking with me. Y'all coming back, if you could just slide over in that the, the Apple or Google podcast playlist. I think they got some DMs where you get five-star reviews. You slide up in their DMs, give me a review. I'd appreciate that. And, look, I'm so glad they – the Pelicans burning both ends of the candles, trying to work on all the day job and covering the team and doing some things. I tried to tweet out some stuff when the the video feed was falling apart. Other reporters were doing it too. The Pelicans, the Pelicans family's pulling together like that in a positive way, where it was kind of negative a few weeks ago with that trade machine getting broke. But I was, I, I'm glad the Pelicans let me get in and ask that last question on Zoom. To, uh, to, to hear about Summer League and how Willie Green was going to approach it, how he's going to approach the team dinners. Uh, I didn't get his favorite movie. I didn't get his favorite album to put on in the gym. That'll be something for when I can get four or five questions in. But, look, I appreciate everything that they did to get that out there because I think that's some good information. That that Willie Green – we were talking about who's going to be on the staff. It's still – Willie. It, it's not going to be anything but Willie Green's staff. He's going to Vegas, and he's setting it down. This is his team. He's coaching them. He's going to let some people, you know, take the lead in charge. They still got to grow, as all assistants do at Summer League. That's what it's there for. That's why most head coaches give off the head coaching duties at Summer League, so that their assistants can stretch their legs a little bit and show what they do, so so they can become maybe the next Willie Green and go from player, second-round pick, assistant coach, and at 39 with a birthday tomorrow, if you're listening to this on Wednesday, It's Willie Green's 40th birthday, but he's still like the third youngest coach in the NBA. So, we're going to try and keep it young. We're trying to keep it fresh. We're trying to get live and local again, but this COVID and Delta stuff is crazy. So, y'all stay safe. Vax up if you want to vax up. If you don't, keep your mask on and at least don't try and be an asshole about it. So, next time, Pelicans fans, appreciate y'all, and we out.